This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome friends to this week's Freedom Fighter Podcast. How you all doing? Uh, we're starting this new series this week on Led by the Spirit of God. Uh, I'd done an interview a couple of weeks ago with Neil Urquhart and we discussed this on the run-up to Christmas, you know, in the dread and the maybe people anticipating the worst. Is there a way through? How do we how do we um combat that? So this this uh, uh, topic, the next few weeks, we're really going to help you practically with finding finding uh, the you know some practices that are going to bring life, word, bring words of life, words of hope. Instead of thinking on the wrong things, can can we receive words that are going to produce life and healing and strength and hope into our hearts? Well, just listen in t- to this week's message and 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 uh, hopefully you'll find some answers. All right, God bless you all. Enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Uh, great to see you all, and uh, really excited that we're going to be sharing this new subject on uh, led by the Spirit of God. Stupendous truths, amazing things. Um, just starting with Proverbs four. I heard these things at the you know the start of my journey. It says that pay attention in my words. And at the end of the, the, the wee, the wee uh, proverb, it says, For their life to those who find them, their health and their healing and their medicine to all of their flesh, spirit, soul, body. Uh, you know, and then Jesus in John chapter 6, um, you know, it's quite a, quite a, you know, important passage about the, you know, people are people are know what he received, what he was saying, and he's connecting, responding to them, by saying, "Look, it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing." He says. One translation says, "That which is of the natural realm is of no help." And uh, you know, it, it it makes you think that how many times in our troubles and our distress we run to something in the world. I know for me, you run into false comforters. We run to, to something that just does it profits none. He says the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And at the end of the chapter, all these disciples, all these followers of his, they left them, and he turned to the twelve and he goes, "Are you? Are you just going to be as well?" And Peter said to him this beautiful statement: "To whom are we going to go? You're the one that's got the words of eternal life." Meaning, you've got the words that produce the God kind of and the God quality of life. So, uh, to our souls, hearing God speak to it matters so much. And to our situations, and to our difficulties, and especially in this hour of COVID, and you know, just look at what happens when we listen to other wrong voices. Look how we feel the hopelessness that gets in, the fear that gets in, the despair that gets in, you know, the uncertainty and all the other things, that, you know, whatever, 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 whatever our heart is, whether it's a problem we're, we're going through, when you look at and listen to the wrong voices, it produces the wrong results. So I'm just believing 
that as we go through this series, we're introducing people to the fact that this is possible, but we're also establishing that how much how much this matters. The speaking the, the speaking of life life given words words that produce healing and medicine and strength and restoration to our souls. It's just essential. We don't live by bread alone, but we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, right? So, let's open up with prayer. So, Father, we worship you today. We thank you for the joy, O God, of uh, experiencing these things. The joy of discovering these things. God, the joy that, that walking in your ways brings. It's no dead, boring religion. It's life. It's the God quality and God kind of life that you intended for us. So God, we just pray for eyes to see, we pray for new capacity to hear for every person that listens. God, that, that Lord, we'd be able to hear beyond what we've heard before. We'd be able to see and perceive and, and, and uh, you know receive what we've never received before. So I pray for each heart that's listening. God, we thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. We thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding this day. As we hear these words, we, bring, we pray they bring life to each soul. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody says in, uh, in these muted places, Amen. <laughs> so, we started the year, believe it or not. I was speaking last January. And we spoke about safely through the year. And what we were talking about was a revelation that, that, that I had, uh, that I saw for the first time. And we discussed it when we were meeting together before COVID. That, you know, the way to get safely through the year is to be guided by God. Right? The word safe is to be protected from or not exposed to danger or risk. You're not likely to be harmed or lost. Safely through the year. Safe amid storms, in the middle of storms, in the middle of world unrest and a global pandemic, safe. Oh, how, how, if we'd have known then what the year was going to be, it was like, you know, oh, I'd have, I'd have maybe paid a bit more attention. <laughs> can I, can, can, is, this, is this what gets me protected, protects me? Through the year, in the middle of all this stuff, can I still, because that's what I was saying, I was interviewing Neil Urquhart, right, and we're talking about the, the, the promises. If, if my joy and my peace and my sense of well-being is determined on my circumstances, I'm in trouble. I, I'm in trouble. If I, if I don't learn how to keep my heart at peace and at joy and at rest in the midst of the, the things that's going on around me, you know, we'll just be every whim of, uh, you know, every whim, every feeling... That, that comes against us, every circumstantial problem, my life will button there, my peace will be shattered. Uh, you know, developing in these things, that's why the, the God, God speaking to a soul matters so much. We'll get to the personal side of this shortly, but that's why it's, it matters so much. He said the only safe way, the only, meaning, there's no other way. This is the one and only it's the only possible way, is the sure way of divine guidance. That's true beyond any doubt. The sure way, 
of receiving divine guidance. Right, so you know we're coming into the Christmas period. We're you know this Advent, and we're going. What's this got to do with Christmas and running up to Christmas? And I'm so excited that you know, I, I, as I spoke with Neil as well about you know this this coming up to this time. There's so much negativity and negative expectation and dread associated with the holidays, Christmas. What's going to happen? Um, having Having time, making time on a daily basis to do what we're going to be talking about is going to bring life and vision and can we be guided safely, even just guided safely through Christmas? Well, I'm believing we, we will be. I'm believing that, uh, you know, this, that, that, that we'll, get, we'll get through things. We'll get through and, you know, there'll be joy. There'll be peace. So... Um, we're going to start off with talking about Romans chapter chapter 8, verse 14. And uh, familiar passage about being led by the Spirit of God. Uh, so, one line. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, uh, these are the sons of God. So, I'll just read some different translations. The God's Word translation says, those who are guided by God's Spirit. The New Century Version says, the true children of God are those who let God's Spirit lead them. The Passion Translation says, the mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. And then the New uh, Translation and Amplified talks about, for all who allow themselves to be led, those are the children of God. So, what does the word led mean? It's to allow, to be in charge or or command of. It's to to organise and direct. It's to show someone the way by going in front of them or beside them. A couple of words associated with it is is actuate and the impulse is... Actually, it means cause someone to act in a particular way, to motivate, to rouse, to stir up. An impulse means a strong, sudden, strong and unreflective urge or desire to act. So what's he saying? He's saying, those who are, are, are led like this, that the Spirit of God is in charge of, it's, it's organising, directing, showing the way, causing you to act in a particular way, that's when we're acting like sons and daughters. Right? It's like the husband that said to the wife, I wanted spiritual guidance, but all she did was stay at my feet. And he said she was trying to read my soul. <laughs> Get it? No. So. <laughs> Aye, so. The question is, is this possible? Is it possible that we can be led like this? What well, it says it in the Bible here. Um, can we walk with God like this? Is it his will to guide us and speak to us personally? Because it's important to establish. We is that what is that is that the is that uh, you know the um you know the promise that or the condition that when we are led, then we're the sons or the daughters. I'm saying is it's not only possible but it's what distinguishes someone as a true follower and a true son or daughter. 
There's two words I heard John Bevere say this years ago. Two words for son. There's more than two, but there's two words that he used primarily in, in, in the, you know, uh, the context of son or daughter. And one is technon, which means son by birth or daughter by birth. And the other is huios, which is son by character. Right? So you can imagine, you can have a son that's, that's my son, but I never see him, I never hear from him. He does the end I say. Uh, he's not involved in my life. He doesn't bother with me. So, but son by birth, you can be a, you can have a father that you've never met before. You but you're still his son by birth. But this word weos, that's technon. The, the word weos is son by character, meaning you're reflecting your dad. You've got the attributes of your father, and he's saying in Romans eight fourteen, weos, those who are led. Controlled, directed, guided by the Spirit of God, they are the sons and daughters of God. You see how important this this uh, intimacy is, because it distinguishes someone who's a true follower and a true son. We'll turn to John sixteen. Uh, John sixteen. Jesus is uh, just before his 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 last kind of words to his disciples. He's, he's sharing very important things before he, he, he gets through with the with, with, his, with the um, crucifixion. You know, completes his mission. And uh, in verse 12, he says, I've still got many things to say to you, but you can't bear them just now. You're not ready to receive them all. However, when he, the spirit of truth, uh, has come, he will guide you and lead you into all truth. For he will not speak in his own authority, but whatever he hears, uh, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of, of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I say to you, um, he will take care of, of mine and, and, and declare it to you. And... Uh, so, he says here, I can't tell you everything now. You're not ready to receive it. But he goes, but, but rejoice, be of good cheer, because the Spirit's coming. And I'm going to send you the Spirit, and he's going to guide you into all truth. Meaning, he's going to show you the way. He's going to reveal things to you. He's going to enlighten you. He's going to disclose those things which are about me, and he's going to show them to you. So he's saying, look, you're meant to be led. We're meant to be led by the impulse of the Spirit. The Spirit actuating all that we do so that we would live an inspired life like Jesus. Right? You heard about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars movies. He, he was fired for his job. He just took this guidance stuff too serious. Uh, he was fired, fired as a marriage guidance counsellor because he kept pe telling people to use the div to divorce <laughs> the force, the divorce, no. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. So, uh, you know, the the importance here is that that is God's plan. Jesus's plan was, look, I'm 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 no leaving you alone. I'm giving you the Spirit of Truth, who'll guide and lead you into all truth. He will guide, he will show the way, 
Right? So that's the that's the theory. Right, but what does this look like in practice? This week I I I've had couple of couple of connections with people, friends of mine talking to them and hearing things that really, really uh, you know, kind of really made this stuff, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, highlighted the importance of this stuff. Uh, one, one was talking about a, a a wasted decade in their life because they were stuck in faulty interpretations about what had happened to them. Um, that this this specific person I'm talking about, you know, had come up against some difficult times, failures, losses, disappointments, hurts, and instead of getting God's perspective on it, it, it resulted in them becoming hardened, their own words, nasty, bitter, uh, pride was just running rampant in their life, and it meant that other people were were seeing them. Their identity became so wrapped up in their condition, and they really done some damage. They, would, they, would, they said, you know, they done their the relationships. It became quite, um, you know, um, you know, like a, a, a kind of bad influence in a, in a sense. They were said to the and and the, the lives of the people that that had influence over. Now I'm sitting here now. And now I'm seeing this person resolve all this stuff. At this quite a later age in life, I'm seeing them resolve this stuff. And I'm going, that could have happened then. If we would have waited and getting guidance then. Getting God's counsel on the subject then. Instead of allowing the hurts and difficulties and losses and failures of life to harden us. And make us, you know, just... Uh, you know, uh, isolate ourselves and, and go in this self-sabotaging, uh, you know, journey, self-destruct button. Then I was talking to a friend yesterday, and I saw the exact same situation. That that we can be prisoners to how we process the situations in our life, because we don't take the time to ask this God's Spirit to help us. What, what do, you need to tell me some. What's your view of this? Instead of me locking into all the same ways I've always locked in to uh, you know to you know and, and processed the situations in my life. For me, it's been a total game changer. For any of mine that might listen to this, uh, they, they must ask, "How was it?" There must be something in this for me and others in their tune to have changed. And that this is, this to me has been the, one of the key things, was, you know, having direct divine guidance for God, being able to be shown the way, you know, because uh, there has there has to be something in it. Why would you Why would you continue to do this if it was just a boring dead religion? It was oh we'll just become religious now. We'll just no care what MD thinks and walk about. Being, being, you know, being a bit religious. No, we've had to find, we've, we've had to f- uh, have found something that really, really works, that really, really brings, uh, you know, so, something different to our lives. 
And this is one of the real benefits of the relationship with Jesus. And that is this guidance by his spirit. Uh, as I've shared before, I had drug into psychosis quite badly. And that was all, you know, that that only compounded my problems because I already had quite a lot of baggage, unresolved issues. And uh, and I felt like study, study to make myself better. Get as many books as I can, listen to all these teachings. And, and I remember meeting, uh, you know, Bill and Maisie Mercer and they, and they loved me and took me out of their house and... Uh, St Catharines, Crossfield, Inverary, looking on the lock fine. Now I went there and I had this experience. So Maisie was was she was quite crabby at times. And they were I perceived that, right? But I was taking this as I've done something wrong. The way I was processing this was it's me she's like this because of. So I was on eggshells on about her. And me, one day we went in and put a sign in for the cottage. And, uh, you know, I went back down to the to the house and my head was like a bus couch because I was, I was putting two and two together and getting five. You know, I was I was interpreting this as, oh, this is all my fault. And and I had a, you know, I, I was so deflated. My head was so done in with all these wrong thoughts. I was writing a lot fine. I had my wee chair with me. I would uh, go down to this wee boathouse and sit in my chair and get quiet. And I just totally surrendered. I just said, oh, just my head's done in. <laughs> and I I just surrendered and I get quiet. And I must have fell asleep. I had this 30 minutes of pure peace. And then when I, when I, when I came back to, I heard a voice saying, did you choose those thoughts? Now, it wasn't my voice. It was a, it was a voice that was outside of me in a sense that was saying, did you choose those thoughts? And I was able to go, no. Those thoughts were automatic condition responses to this situation based upon my previous conditioning. Interpreting life, oh, this is rejection. There's something wrong with me, it's, it's me, It's I've done something. And, and then all that then ended up with so much virus in my head that just resulted in me just wanting to lie down. But that, that, that one sentence... Did you choose these those thoughts? I was going, oh my goodness, no. So it, it took me, it, 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 it detached me from the thought. And then I heard, who would you be without those thoughts? And it was almost as if I was lifted above what was the content to, uh, you know, realise I would be free. Maisie would just be the way she was. I wouldn't be getting caught with all this. So that, that's just one I've got. I could talk, talk for hours about all my journals of how many times that has happened. That I have received guidance that actually rescued me. Now, imagine I never got that guidance. I could have been through a decade of my life defined by that situation. I could have been through a decade of feeling there's something wrong with me because look the failure I had with that person. And they had thoughts of me because of that that, that I receive is, is true. I received as a verdict on me. So, you know, I thank God that this uh, um, is a game changer. You know, believing for this, uh, claiming this, you know, uh, and uh, embracing it and saying, God, 
I know that you speak to me matter so much. I know that your words do bring life, the God kind of, the God quality of life. And I am, I'm asking you, and, and waiting on you, speak to me in, in, in the situations of my life. And as we go to Christmas, speak to me about, you know, about the situations that cause fear, as the situations that cause this sense of dread and anxiety. Speak to me. Guide me. Will you guide me? Will you go before me? Will you, will you, will you lead me? Uh, how, and how to change and shift my focus. So we're going to we're going to do that. We're going to uh, have a wee five minutes um, that we're going to practice this. So I'm just going to set the timer for five minutes and have this quiet. And uh, you know we're we're also you know if that, that if that's more appropriate, just I I thought about you know if you, if you're needing something uh, you know guidance for for getting through Christmas. But we're also doing this Christmas bags of hope, and what would be great is just just to ask for inspiration. Is there somebody in your life? Is there somebody in your neighbourhood? Is there somebody in your you know in your street? You know, in your family. Is there somebody you could you could make a difference to this Christmas? And uh, so. Couple of questions. Let's wait for five minutes and uh, see see what see what God gives.
And what is she then? Did them to get in? I just say, let's see. I'm just thinking about, can you hear me alright? Got you. I'm just thinking, see, see like the times when I feel I'm no doing enough. And, and I'm no reading enough. I just feel God saying, even if you did nothing, see if, I've, see if you've given me your heart. I, I, the more you give me your heart, the more easier it'll be for you to, I'll give you the strength to, to do what you want to do that you're struggling with. You know what I mean? I just that's what I'm feeling in it. Okay, no, yeah. Tommy, links into what I go out there. I get, I get a, a wee hamster running around a wheel. Uh, the wheels that they get, yeah, but full pelt, cut in a flat. I need to go faster to outrun this wheel. Right. But the more faster it goes, the harder it's becoming because it's getting harder and harder and harder. And I just seen it as if you're looking into the cage and a, a, a finger goes in like that next to the wheel. And the wee hamster just takes the different wheel and goes up onto the hand and has got rest. Mm. But like when it's going round and round the wheel, it's spitting all the food that it's got. It's in its cheek because it can't handle all the stuff. And that that's how I'm feeling in really. With everything that's going on, mm. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. I'm not able to out, outrun it, mm-hmm. but I'm not taking that road up to the hand to the father or whatever. Yeah. Rest. And also I go to... Christmas is about connection. The, the Christmas gift is connection. Mm-hmm. Very good, Tommy. Vince? Well, it was really interesting for me to hear Darren and, and uh, Tommy there, uh, Derek, because uh, I got one word during that time, and it was patience. And it's about being patient with yourself. In these situations, if, if, if this is a new thing for you to understand it, don't put pressure on yourself. Be patient with yourself. Be at peace. And, you know, the more patient you are with yourself, the more the more you will hear from God. If you go into situations like this and quiet and you're under pressure, like, I've got to hear something, I've got to hear something. No, no. Relax. Be at peace. And be patient with yourself, and God will speak to you, mm-hmm. and He will direct you. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, thank you. That's fantastic. Uh, and I think just to tie it all together, you know, because this is uh, my wee devotion says about how many cry to me at the the world in the world crying out, but oh, how few wait. Mm-hmm. Just like Tommy's saying, the crying, the activity, the rushing, the 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 uh, you know the flesh in the world. I work myself to to, to 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 exhaustion, trying to trying to get find some sort of relief. When he says, the best thing to do is to wait. Yes. To have that sense of patience, the ability to tolerate the frustration, the irritation, the anger, the thought becoming angry and upset. The suffering, sorry, without becoming angry and upset. You know, being able to say, right, God, I'm, I just need to keep coming. Help me make sense of this. Like me doing it that. Because I, I could have run a mile. I could have, you know, when I'm feeling like I'm, I'm all rejected, I'm feeling totally, you know, uh, um, overwhelmed with the wrong feelings. But that beautiful word of, you know, the guidance that I got in my specific situation, 
that's available for us all. Jesus' promise was, I can't tell you everything. You'll not get the capacity to receive what I, what, everything right now. But I will lead you if you let me. Mm-hmm. I will lead you. You, will, you are my sons if you allow me to, to, and daughters, when you allow yourself to be led by me. So God, we thank you this morning. God, we thank you for these amazing truths. God, you know, as I said, you know, to think that we were just, we were just going around in religious circles is it's naive, it's ignorant. God, we thank you, we found the guide. We found the God who is interested in our every move, in finances, health, relationships. God, our, our parenting, every part of our life. You know, if we've got a problem, you are there to guide us. Inner life, outer life, whatever we need. So we just thank you. I pray for each person that's heard this today. God, we worship you. That God, that as they become quiet, as they, Lord, as they uh, practice waiting on you coming up to Christmas, I pray there'll be this joyful expectancy, anticipation about the good things. Because your life, the, the, I love when I was watching Christmas Chronicles 2. God, they're talking about the Christmas spirit, the Christmas spirit. Brilliant. But God, you're the spirit behind Christmas. And you're the spirit that wants to guide us. And God, you want to bring joy and life and, and, and provision and, uh, and excitement through us. God, you've got life. You're the spirit of life. You want to bring life to people. And there's no better feeling than being a vessel for life passing through. So I just pray for each person, God, that... As they've heard these things, God, we, we, we come in agreement, Lord. We want life. We, we've heard enough darkness and death and negativity and COVID, God, and hopelessness. We want life. We want to be lifted, God. We want to be, be, be raised up with you, oh God. So I just pray for that for each person listening. In Jesus' mighty name. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.